Welcome to this week's episode of Bergen Bulldog Bites, brought to you by Bergen Community College and the Office of Student Life and Conduct. In each episode, we will introduce you to someone who can help make the most of your college experience. Welcome to a very special and chaotic jumbo-sized Thanksgiving episode of Bergen Bulldog Bites. Today is November 24th, and we are joined by the other members of the Office of Student Life and Conduct. Please help me by welcoming Jolie Nelson, Nicole Babington, Jenny Gamez, and Matt Bigiani. Welcome, guys. Hi. Hey, guys. Glad Welcome. to be here. Welcome. Thanks for joining us, everyone. Thanks. All right. We, uh, we want our audience of millions at home just to bear with us because we're all, probably all going to be talking over. This is our the most guests we've ever had at once. So let's start from the top. Uh, Nicole Babington. Yes. You've been here for about two or three years now. Uh, <laughs> yes. What was your, what was your journey to Bergen Community College? Well, Jared, I started at Bergen, I guess this January will be 20 years. Um, about 14 of those years have been in the Office of Student Life. Actually, Greg and I worked together on my very first day at the college. Um, I wish I could say that I was inspired by the position and I couldn't wait to get started. But in reality, I was just looking for a job that would allow me to focus on my real career, which was being a parent. So honestly, I hadn't realized how much I would have enjoyed working with our students. I had various positions over the years, but my main focus has always been on our students. I'm pretty content with my decision to join Bergen in 2001. All right. Thanks. And how is your real career of a mother being going having, what do you have, one kid? Well, well it's four kids later and the career is still going pretty good. <laughs> good to hear. So thanks to Bergen, I was able to be able to do that. Excellent. Love to hear it. And we can't wait for the Girl Scout cookies in March. <laughs> okay. Uh, next, we have our uh, liveliest member, uh, Jolie Nelson. Can you tell us about your journey to Bergen Community College? Oh, hi, Jared. And hello, everyone. Actually, my journey to Bergen Community began years ago while I was still working at my main career at Delta Airlines. And uh, before I retired from Delta or took an early buyout, I used to take some courses at Bergen, continuing ed. And whenever I would go there, I would say, oh, this is such a beautiful place, a great lawn, flowers all over the place. I would someday like to work here. Well, lo and behold, a few years later, a position uh, became available at Bergen, and it was the telephone operator. I said, oh, do I want to be a telephone operator? And then I thought, why not? I want to work at this place. I'm going for it. Uh, P.S. I got the job. Didn't last long because then the job transferred to Lindhurst campus, and I stayed in Paramus, then wound up at, at the information counter at the front door, which was really a very good position to be in because I learned so much about the college and departments and who was where based upon questions of uh, guests that came in. And being there, just in proximity, I met Greg and Nestor and Nicole and the entire Office of Student Life and was asked to come in to Student Life. And actually, I am really honored and thrilled uh, to be in Student Life. It's been just about my best job ever. I love the college, I love my coworkers, and I adore the students. Jolie, we're, we're all glad you left Delta so you could fly into our hearts. <laughs> oh, Jared, virtual hugs. <laughs> Thank you. All right, uh, next, we have our tallest and toughest member, uh, Jenny Gamez. Can you share your journey to Bergen? 
Hey, Jared. Thanks. Um, so I came to Bergen as a student, actually. Uh, first year at Bergen was uh, September 2012, I believe. So I've been at Bergen for about eight years, I would say. And I say that because I actually started working in the office student life as a student aide um, in 2012. Uh, as I started, um, you know, my college career there and everything. And um, I really kind of fell in love with the way that, um, uh, you know, student program pro programming uh, was done. And um, after that, when I left in 2015, I was gone for a little bit. I was gone for about a semester, but then I was asked to come back and actually join, you know, the student life team as an actual um, staff member, which which was really great for me and kind of uh, a little bit of a dream come true sort of because I I loved the office that was there. I loved the people that were working there and I kind of just loved working with students. And I I saw that as something that I kind of wanted to do for um, maybe for now as, you know, a career. So uh, that's kind of how I came to Bergen, came as a student. Ah, I, I ran out of jokes, Jenny. I had something funny, but I ran out. <laughs> We we appreciate you being here. Thank you. Uh, next we got uh the lefty out of the bullpen came in had a big splash his rookie season. Uh, Matt Bigiani, can you tell us about your journey to Bergen? Yeah, no problem. Uh, it's good to be here with everyone. So during my undergraduate, I was really involved with student life as well as student involvement. Uh, I graduated uh, with a degree in sociology, and I, I just knew that I wanted to be working with people. I wasn't really sure exactly what path that would take me down. And at a certain point, when I was uh, trying to figure out what I wanted to do, uh, the opportunity to work at Bergen uh, came to me, uh, and I came in for my interview. And the rest is history. I feel like I, I kind of fell in love with the staff from day one, and I can't I can't really uh, put into words how how great it is to be with like minded individuals that just want to make the lives of students better. And I'm just looking forward to the future. Thanks, Matt. And we're all looking forward to seeing DJ LeMayhew wearing blue and orange this year. I, I, I'm going to have to uh, hold back from saying what, what I'm thinking right now, but uh, I don't think that that statement uh, that just came out of your mouth is true. <laughs> we'll find out. We, we, we might know by Friday. This episode's coming out on Friday, and just so everyone knows we're recording here on a Tuesday, we might know what's going on with the free agency in the New York uh, baseball market by Friday. But who can say? We won't hold our breath. Uh, thank you, everyone, for sharing what led you to come to Bergen, what's transitioned now because it is the holiday season to sort of see what we're all thankful for. Um, this episode is coming out on Black Friday. I'm hoping that it's more than just materialistic things everyone on this call is thankful for. Uh, Jared, let's start with you. Take us away. Uh, realistically, um, I'm thankful for, I, I work with uh, competent people. A lot of people in this world cannot say that. I, I work with a good group of people all have good sense of humors and all looking to help students. I'm also thankful for the health of everyone in my family. We all made made it through this this uh fun 2020 and looking to keep it fun and healthy in 2021. 
There you go. Jared taking the baseline response. Let's kick it next to Jolie. I'm sure you've got a good rebuttal there. What are you thankful for? Oh, hi, Ian. Thanks. And thank you, Jared, uh, for your compliments. Yes, I'm thankful. Let's start with Bergen. I'm thankful for Bergen Community College. I'm thankful for my little job. I'm thankful, as I said previously, for all of you. And then to take it to the family, I'm grateful for the family that I came from and the one I'm in and sort of formed, and it's still taking on its own formation. But um, my kids are in their 20s, so they're they're still uh, finding themselves. So that being said, I'm also grateful for technology. Look at what we could do now. Imagine having a pandemic before we had these wonderful devices and Zencaster and, and WebNXs so that we could truly communicate with each other. I mean, who ever heard of Zoom last year? Now I'm Zooming all over the place. I'm so grateful uh, for that, for the technology as well. And also that I have enough. Thank goodness I have enough so I'm able to to give back. And this is a little plug for anybody who hasn't yet given to any of our food pantries locally or, or nationally. Please consider that uh, this Thanksgiving. Thanks, Ian. Thanks for that plug, Julie. I really appreciate that. And I think everyone hopefully can build off of this question to see what they're thankful for. Let's kick it to you next, Jenny. Uh, what are you thankful for this uh, holiday season? Um, so I'm really thankful for just, I guess, the basics kind of, um, I think, and I was talking about this um, with a few friends the other day that we kind of get distracted, especially here, I think. I, I always compare uh, the United States to like South America because that's where my um, a majority of my family are from. And, uh, you know, we always get sidetracked with material things like what you were saying. You know, we had we want the latest TV we want the latest stuff or whatever. And uh, I'm just grateful for being able to maybe like just not have to worry about, you know, I have a bed where I can sleep at every night. I have, I have food at my table all the time. I have a warm home, um, to come to if I, when I, you know, go outside into the cold, uh, I'm grateful for my health, the ability to be able to, um, work out, which is something I kind of started doing during this 2020 being home all the time. I'm, I'm grateful for the family that I have and, uh, uh, I'm grateful for their for their health and health being a really big theme, especially this year due to everything that's been going on. So I'm I'm really grateful for kind of those little things, those those things that we call little and we don't we tend to ignore and just kind of don't really focus on. But it's really like they're like the basis of life. They're just the biggest things. So grateful for the air in my lungs, the ability to walk, and everything. I'm grateful for like you know the actual important things. That's what I'm grateful for this year. Thanks, Jenny. I mean, yeah, Maslow's hierarchy of needs, like you need health, safety, security first. If you don't have that, you can't do anything else. I think uh, a lot of people need to boil it down to fundamentals. Um, Let's kick it next to Matt. Matt, what are you thankful for? I definitely feel extremely thankful for the the many people around me that care for me, uh, friends and family included. I wake up every day. And I think to myself how lucky I am to be in this world, to have the opportunity to have a positive impact, both on myself and the individuals around me. I'm just so thankful just for the fact that 
there are good people in this world and I definitely feel myself wanting to be one of them and just uh, pushing that narrative of uh, living in peace uh, and trying to collaborate to make something great because that's what this world is. Thanks for sharing that. Um, Nicole. Yes. Well, I guess if you would have asked this question to everyone this time last year, I think our answers may have been a little bit different. I don't want to be repetitive, but um, I'm extremely thankful for the health of my family and my friends. I'm actually very thankful that all of us still have our jobs and we're still able to engage with our students um, thanks to technology, like Jolie had mentioned. And I'm glad that I'm still able to see all of my coworkers, even if it is on WebEx, um, and hoping that in the future we could touch base in person, because that would be great. And as Jenny had said, the little things, I guess, are just thankful to be able to be thankful for anything. Thanks, Nicole. I mean, yep, I, I think you hit on what, what everyone else has, has already said, and it's, it's a good way to sort of keep it in perspective. Greg, are you there? I am here. What are you thankful for? Well, uh, again, at the risk of sounding redundant, of course, I'm immensely grateful for my my friends and my family, this team that I work with here. Um, as Nicole said, having a job, my health, health of those around me, uh, which I know is not at all something to take for granted, especially now. Um, Matt, you really hit on a good one for me that there is good in the world and we've seen it anytime there's any kind of crisis, we see both sides, but, um, I'm always much more impressed by the good. Um, and we all, you know, I think in this office in particular, uh, aspire to that, um, and, and are inspired by it. Um, and also I think, um, you know, missing things is a form of gratitude because there's something there to miss. Um, and I think a lot of the things that, um, we've had to kind of, you know, miss out on for, for the majority of this year, uh, we hope to, you know, have much of that back. Um, and I'm sort of preemptively grateful for those things, you know, you know, gathering together with, with people who care about going to events, uh, you know, going to a movie, you know, things like that, um, are, are going to take on a lot different meaning, I think after this. Um, and I think that, that that's something I'm, I'm also grateful for in a sense, because I think we'll be even more grateful, uh, when this, when this passes. What about you, Ian? What are you grateful for? Sorry. There we go. Uh, so, so thanks, Greg. Um, what I would say in, in closing, to, again, not sound repetitive, I would add two things. One, I'm thankful for some time to be away from a computer, some time to be away from a screen and really get to process uh, what's going on these last couple months. I think for me that you know Thanksgiving and, and really the holiday season lends itself as a time for reflection and for me, it's a lot of goal setting for the future. And I think that that's going to look a little bit different uh, now this year for having such uncertain times in the coming months and the coming years and things like that. So for me, really, it's just some time to step away and some time to process. And I would be remiss if I didn't say if I'm, that I'm not that I'm very thankful for our students. Um, I think that our students have had to deal and, and battle through some some serious uncertainties, some serious uh pedagogical differences in the approaches that courses have been delivered, not only this past spring, but the summer and into the fall semester. And I think that they've shown that they're very resilient. And I'm really excited to see what community college students become now and into the future. 
So that's what I'm thankful for and more to come there. And I'll kick it to you, Greg. All right. Um, and just actually want to, want to hit on one thing you just mentioned, cause I, 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 it respond, I responded to it immediately. Uh, Ian, you said our students. Um, and I think this is something we've all discussed and I don't know that we we actually put it into words today. I think we're all actually extremely grateful to be in a position to help students and to do meaningful work. Um, cause again, that's not something to take for granted. Um, and, and our students are the reason for that. So thank you, Ian, for really reminding us of all of that. Um, so our big closing question to all of our guests is always, how would you want to leave your mark at Bergen? Cause that is the slogan of this office, which, you know, everyone on the show right now knows because you work in the office. Um, so I got a chance to answer this question in our premiere episode, as did Jared. Um, so you can all go back and listen to that if you want to hear you know, how we want to leave our mark. But I'm sure you've already listened to it because we have a very, very loyal listenership of our millions upon millions of fans out there. But we did neglect to ask Ian how he wanted to leave his mark at Bergen in that very first episode. So we're going to start with you, Ian. Man. How would I want to leave my mark? I would say that I would want to leave my mark mainly on the college, not just for student conduct, but more broadly about how I was a change agent at the institution. I think that for me, it's looking back when I ultimately leave the college and move on to whatever we want to call it, greener pastures, more yellow pastures, who knows? Um, I think that what I want to look back and say, okay, I really did a good job of transforming the way that Bergen operates, the way that we handle student conduct, the way that whatever areas I'm able to figuratively touch um, are able to see some growth during the years um, that I'm, that I'm a part of the Bergen community as a Bergen bulldog. So that's what I would say about how I want to leave my mark, just leaving things better than the way I found them. All right, let's see. Who do I want to pick on? Uh, Nicole, let's go with you. Oh, it figures, Greg. Well, you were late on the other question and everyone took your answer. So I wanted to give you a chance here. So, you know, how do you want to leave your market bargain? I don't know. Well, the Office of Student Life, I think, 20 years ago is a whole lot different than it is today. Of course, Greg, uh, Greg, I could credit you for a lot of what our office has accomplished over the years. But um, our students are still our top priority, and I think that we've already left marks on their college experiences. So I'm proud to say that I've been a part of what we have become today, and hopefully in the future we could we can continue to leave those marks on each student as they pass through our office. Um, I guess that's it. And you have been a huge part of that, Nicole. Thank you. Um, by the way, I, I, I was going to chime in with this Thank earlier, you. but... Um, Nicole actually called out on her first day work. She said we worked together on our first day, but that was not her scheduled first day. And I'm not saying this to pick on her. I can only imagine the nightmare scenario of what that would have to feel like. She was so sick that she had to do it. Can you imagine starting a brand new job, a new career? I had to call. Yeah, so I started on the third day of my first day. <laughs> <laughs> I, was, I had to take the first day off, I would say. And thank you for still letting me join. <laughs> Worked out pretty well, I would say, for everybody. Um, all right. Yes, Let's I think see. So. Uh, Matt, what mark do you want to leave at Bergen? Hmm. It's really tough to really put uh, a specific answer to this for me. Uh, but I feel as though I have a lot of passion. I'm not exactly sure where to direct that passion specifically. However, 
uh, I definitely feel myself uh, being able to have a positive impact on Bergen, just trying to uh, bring this positive energy to to the the table, uh, trying to collaborate on different ideas and, and get to certain goals. I see myself wanting to be or do something great with my life. And I definitely feel like Bergen uh, has been an incredible stepping stone uh, in terms of the people around me, as well as the community uh, to help grow uh, who I want to be and who I, I see myself in the future. And I just, I guess if I wanted to give somebody some advice uh, as a Bergen student, uh, I'd just, uh, I'd go with, I'd go with three things. Uh, first, it's a waste of time to be scared, even though it's understandable. It's a waste of time. Second, it's human to make people feel good. So always just try to put forth your best effort in trying to uh, be understanding and caring of the individuals around you. And third, it, it's never too late to do the right thing. I love it. Great advice. Thank you. Thank you, Matt. Um, Jenny, 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 what mark do you want to leave on Bergen? <laughs> wow. Uh, oh, so I think, um, I think when I think about it, when it comes to our students, uh, one thing that I've I've done over these years is I've kind of um, I've kind of tried to be like a mentor for all of the students that have ever um, you know crossed our paths, crossed the paths of um, you know the office of student life, um, and I still kind of keep touch with some of them, and it's it's really cool to see how they you know they become these amazing individuals that do really great you know in the four year colleges that they go off to. Um, or, you know, just focus on work, you know, after Bergen. And I think, I think my mark so far at Bergen and what I would like to continue doing is just kind of being that for every student that um, I come in contact with or that I can speak to when we have, you know, our events and such and just kind of let them know, yeah, it's scary. It seems scary. I remember when I started at Bergen, um, you know, you're, you're straight out of high school. You don't really know how to do anything. Um and I've always just kind of told them, you know, it's it's actually pretty simple. And uh, that actually uh, makes me think about like a quote from a movie that I was listening to the other day where the where they asked them, like, you know, what's the biggest lie you've ever been told? And it's that it's not that simple. And it, the reality of it is that it is like there's a lot of things in life that we kind of tend to overcomplicate, especially when it comes to college. You know, there's so many different, um, you know, uh fears that kind of come up, you have to do everything on your own, the financial stuff, the, you know, just all of it kind of, uh, you know, scares you. And, I, and these students have come to us. They've been either they've been our student staff or they've just been students that we've come across that are just nervous about anything that they come in contact with um, while at Bergen. And, you know, they're freaking out <laughs> right in front of you. And you you just look at them and you're just like, I was you like a few years ago and trust me, it's not that scary. It's not that bad. And you give them advice and you just try to tell them like, you know, do this or do that. And I, I think I, I love, that's one thing that I really love about, you know, our job and where we work and uh, just our office. Like, you know, students always come to us just, just about for any advice that they need. Um, 
And they still do to this day, some of them that I have in contact with. So that's kind of the mark that I want to leave. I want to be a mentor to a lot of them. And I just want to be able to give them advice, you know, and say, you know, the world seems scary, but it really, it's, it's, it's kind of pretty simple. And you just gotta, you just gotta keep going at it day by day, one step at a time and just tackle each of the things that you're afraid of. And you'll be able to, you know, do it and do great things. These are some great answers. You know what? I I work with really great people. I'm just going to say this is. It's an incredible team. <laughs> Speaking of incredible people, last but not least, Jolie, what mark do you want to leave on Bergen and its students? Hi, Greg. Hi, thank you. And thanks for your compliments, too. My mark that I'd like to leave is that, or my mantra, is that kindness counts. I live that. I believe it. I practice it. Particularly with all of the uh, students that come into our offices, Jenny said, confused, unsure of themselves. We, we, and I I particularly, reach out to every single one that comes in. There's no dumb question. We'll help you with anything. And for student leaders and the students in our clubs, they always have such wonderful ideas. And I don't like to say no. I'm a yes person. I want to say yes. Do it. Let's do it. We'll help you. Give us your ideas. We'll help you formulate events and activities and whatever you want to do, let's go for it. So to me, that is uh, most important. And then I'll end with um, a little uh, quote from a very old sage. And this sage once was asked, how are we supposed to treat others? And his reply was, there is no other. I'll leave it at that. So thank you all very much. Thank you, Julie. Thank you, Julie. Wow. You're welcome. All right, Jared. Thank you all. All right. Uh, Anyone have any uh, closing remarks? Or let's uh, go go around the circle. Be like, what's your favorite part of Thanksgiving? Just real quick. Me, it's the turkey. I like Thanksgiving more than I like my birthday. (laughs) <laughs> turkey is juicy, delicious. A lot of people complain about having a dry turkey. Never had a dry turkey in my house in my life. Wow. Anyone else? I'm going to say the pie. Mine's the sleep you get after you eat a Thanksgiving <laughs> meal. Best sleep ever. Or football. Football. I'm changing mine. Yeah, me too. Football. <laughs> usually, usually we have this stuffing that uh, is different from any stuffing that we have throughout the year. Uh, so it's it's very festive, and I'm looking forward to it. Mm. Special stuffing. Thanks. I'll go with the, the stuffing and the stuffed mushrooms particularly. I love stuffed mushrooms, and I will make them this year. However, this year is going to be very different in, in my home because I've decided that we're not having a big Thanksgiving uh meal at home, but I'm packing up meals for delivery. So two will go to my daughter in Central Jersey, two to my son in North Jersey, two to my niece, and of course, two here. So it's going to be very unusual. It's going to be the traveling Thanksgiving feast. So I wish everyone, however you celebrate, a really happy Thanksgiving. All the best. Um, and then my favorite part of Thanksgiving is like a Peruvian kind of like purple pudding thing. I could maybe describe it for you guys. It's called, um, Masamora Morada is what, um, my mom usually makes during the holidays. So I'm excited for that. 
Greg, did you? Uh, I guess I didn't answer, but my answer would also part. be uh, stuffing. My mom's stuffing, like 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 your stuffing, Matt. Is it's different than any other one, but uh, it's it's good stuff. Yeah, that Thanksgiving stuffing hits different. <laughs> good stuffing all around. Uh, all right, so we would like to thank uh, other members of the Office of Student Life and Conduct for joining us here today. Uh, just thanks for coming on, sharing a little about about your turkey adventures and how you got to Bergen. Thank you, Jared. Thanks for having us. Yep, thank you. Thanks, Jared. Thank you all. Wonderful. Thank you, Ian and Greg, as well. Thanks, guys. Yes. All right. If our listeners at home have any questions about this episode or would like to make any recommendations, please contact us at studentlife@bergen.edu or our Instagram page at bergenslc. From the entire Office of Student Life and Conduct, we hope to see you next week. And keep those turkeys gobbling. Have a good one. (laughs) And that wraps up another episode of Bergen Bulldog Bites. If you have any questions about this episode or suggestions for future guests, please email us at studentlife at bergen.edu. Thanks for stopping by.